Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. Over the past few months, I've enjoyed sharing some of our greatest hits episodes and also doing some solo shows. However, I have some really exciting news to share about All Things Travel. Let's get into it. So, you know from listening to the show that I've done solo shows for the last couple of weeks and I enjoy doing solo shows and and I'll, I'll do some from time to time as as I travel and things like that. What I've really enjoyed is doing several lives on Facebook and inviting my good friend Julie to be a part of that. And we get along really well. We were friends before she was on the podcast. We like to give each other a hard time and be sarcastic with each other. So I said, hey, Julie, why don't we do this full time? Why don't you join All Things Travel? And why don't we, we be co-hosts? And she said, I don't really want to do that with you, Ryan. But if you really want me to, I'd be happy to. So hello, Julie. Welcome to All Things Travel. Hi. And that is not true. I was very excited and flattered. Julie is not a stranger to All Things Travel. She's been on multiple episodes. She was on our live episode in Cancun when we were at the all-inclusive resort. She was also on an episode right after that talking about all-inclusives. She's talked with us about Run Disney, and she's also talked about traveling with small children. So if you search back for those episodes, you're going to hear that Julie is an awesome travel advisor who knows what she's talking about. So Julie, we want to get to know you today. So Give us a little introduction of who you are and why travel advising, why Disney? Because I know that's your expertise, if you will. My name is Julie Schaefer. I currently live in Maryland. I've lived here my whole life. I have three little kids. They are four, two, and four months at the time of this recording. So there's a and lot And I can going tell you from being here. at Julie's house this summer with my teenage kids, the energy <laughs> in her house is very different than the energy in my house. <laughs> It, yes, it is. It's a, it's a bit chaotic, but that's why I'm really excited to be able to do this podcast and kind of hang out with Ryan on Sundays and, and get a little bit of a break from what's going on outside the door here. Um, that's pretty bad. If I'm your adult time, I'm not sure. That's that's good for me and and a little sad for you. Just imagine how my husband feels when he's out there with everyone else <laughs> and we're in here. <laughs> if we hear banging from the, from the, are you done yet? Are you done yet? You have to be done. Not my problem right now. <laughs> so anyways, so like Ryan said, I'm a fellow travel advisor with Creating Magic Vacations. I joined in June 2018, which I think is the same time Ryan joined when the agency launched. Yeah, yeah June 1st um, when the agency started. Right. So it's been a little over five years. This business has grown in ways that I had no idea that it could grow. And it's been really fun, really rewarding, a lot of fun helping a lot of families travel to a lot of really fun places. So I, I joined Creating Magic Vacations. I had always kind of thought about being a Disney travel agent in the back of my mind. But at the time, I was pregnant with my oldest. I knew I wanted to go back to my then job, which was a physical therapist part-time. And I wanted something else to then fill my other time in addition to being a mom. Yeah, because um, having a it, kid, it's, you, you know, know, I mean, you know. That, that really doesn't impact <laughs> life at all. I was a little naive back then. <laughs> but travel, it just seemed like a great fit. I loved traveling to Disney. At that point, I had probably traveled to Disney six times in the past two years or so. And I was planning all my trips. I was planning my family's trips. And I wasn't getting paid for it. 
So I thought might as well turn it into more of a profession. And I really thought that I would just grow the business planning Disney and writing itineraries for people. I never thought that I'd be planning these vacations that are so memorable for people, whether it's Disney or universal trips, all-inclusive trips, cruises. I guess that just didn't really hit me then the way it does now five years later and and how much that business has grown. Um, With Disney, I just really love Disney. I have such great memories from going there as a kid. It just feels like a place where you can escape uh, it's fun to go to an all-inclusive. It's fun to go to the beach uh, and travel elsewhere. But at Disney, it really feels like you walk in the park and you're five years old and nothing matters and you're in the bubble. It's a little bit different these days with a bunch of little people attached to me, but <laughs> it still feels really magical. I don't so, know yeah. at the age of 45 if at the end of the day at Disney, I still feel like I'm five years old. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I, I like, think it I feel about feels... 95. I see. Yes. Maybe physically, but emotionally it doesn't. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. I don't feel like when I go to an all-inclusive resort or when I go to the beach, I don't feel like I've stepped into a different realm. Gotcha. Yeah. Like I do when I'm at Disney. When I'm at Disney, I mean, I don't follow the news. I don't know what's going on with that. I barely know what's going on with any of my friends. But when I'm at the sitting on the beach, I'm still following the news. I'm still cooking dinner. I'm still cleaning. Now, I will say after coming back from a cruise... I really feel like when you're on a cruise, you can pretty much like, I don't know the date. I don't know the day of the week. I just know it's day one, day two, day three. And I can really unplug if I want to. Good. Yeah. So I haven't done that yet. So maybe I'll feel that way when we get there. But Disney always felt for me. And I mean, we went to my husband and I had gone to Disney together a couple of times. And then we went our first wedding anniversary we went we stayed at the beach club it was a great trip uh we came home and immediately booked two trips for the next year one for run disney and one uh was a trip with my parents and when we went on the next trip we bought into disney vacation club because we just knew we wanted to spend years bringing our kids back and and having that be our vacations does steven have that same love that you do or does he allow you to have that love oh he definitely does he was the one that was like yes we're buying disney vacation club today and i was like i feel like we should maybe like look at things a little bit and he was like nope sign the papers well i've got a few questions for you just so we get to know you a little bit better about julie the traveler what are things that you're interested in what type of travel do you love because one of the great things about this podcast is we get to talk about all kinds of travel. It may be through a story. It may be through talking about products we like. It may be through vacations that we planned. And so I want to get to know you a little bit better, and so do our listeners. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress. We would love to help you plan your next amazing vacation. You can reach out to me at Ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's R-Y-A-N, creatingmagicvacations.com. And you can reach me, Julie, at Julie at creatingmagicvacations.com. So, Julie, what is a country that you would like to visit? All right. Top of my list is Italy. My family's heritage is Italian. My dad's uh-huh. family is Italian. We love Italian food, and I am just really excited to travel there with all the history. Uh, So it's in my three-year travel plan, and I'm really excited to get there soon. Is there a specific part of Italy either that you want to visit or 
is connected to your family. So, you know, you want to go there or maybe like, both. I think on this first trip, because I'll have my little kids with me, I kind of just want to hit like the big stops, you know, Rome and then, you know, go back later. Ideally, the trip would look like we fly into Rome, we do some sightseeing and then we hop on a Mediterranean cruise. That nice. would be ideal. And then nice. a couple of years down the line, we come back and kind of delve a little bit deeper into the cities. I like that. So speaking of cities, second question, what's a city that you want to visit? And this can be in the United States. This can be internationally. I'm going to stay in the U.S. And I'm going to say over in California, L.A. and Anaheim, because I need to go to Disneyland. Yes, you do. If you are a Disney person, I can tell you <laughs> from personal experience Disneyland is a really special trip because it feels familiar, but different. And the yeah. parts that are familiar feel so good. And the parts that feel different are amazing because they're something completely different, like Avengers Campus, Cars Land. I just like, this is so cool. And it's it's all Disney. You've mentioned this three-year travel plan several times. <laughs> I'm hoping there's an episode coming up where... You can talk us through the steps for creating a multi-year travel plan. Sure, yeah. Third question, what's an event that you would travel specifically for? Like, my family is obsessed with Wimbledon. And every year Wimbledon comes on, we're like, we have to go to Wimbledon. What's an event that you would travel for? So I felt this was kind of a tough one because my kids are so little. I'm so wrapped up in, like, stuff for kids. But... In the past, we've traveled for run Disney events and I traveled for concerts, but really just primarily on the East Coast. I would say I would really love to travel for a run Disney event to California. So I know I, I said California, I said Disneyland and I've said run Disney, but I would love to combine them at some point. Sure. And I don't think that my first trip to Disneyland is going to be the time that I can do that. So that's on my list for sometime down the road. I agree with you. I, I think run Disney and first trip to Disneyland is, is too much. You yeah, need to much. have that time at the parks just to take it in and soak in the Disneyland tradition. And then when you go out the next time, then you can spend some time running. Yeah, running is, is a really great outlet for me. And I love Disney. So run Disney has always just made sense. And I've done all the weekends at Walt Disney World before. So I could kind of justify spending the time and money doing a new event in Disneyland. What's a type of travel you want to do, but you haven't yet? Cruising. A hundred percent cruising. I Now, see, you said that a few minutes ago, and I was shocked. I, I could have sworn that you had cruised before. I can't believe you haven't. I know. I was So we were supposed to go on a cruise in May of 2020, and obviously that didn't happen. We rescheduled a couple times, and then I was pregnant with my son. So then we really had to reschedule it. But now we're going in December. So I'm really excited. We're going on the Wish in December uh, for a four-night cruise. It will be my first cruise, my kids' first cruise. Um, if my parents are coming. It'll be their first Disney cruise. Steven, my husband, has cruised, but it's been a very long time. So kind of a first cruise, I guess. But we are really excited. And the reason, obviously, we picked Disney is because there's so much for my little kids to right. do on the Disney right. ship. I've cruised multiple cruise lines. There's not one that I haven't liked. There's been some that I've loved. And mm -hmm. I think for your kids' ages, I, I think Disney is is perfect, especially because yeah. you're a Disney family. They're and, just going to love it. Yeah, it, it's 
it's going to be awesome. So, so I'm really excited to talk to you about that on the show after oh, you yeah. do it and, and see if you're a cruise person. My family's pretty much split down the middle. We've really? got cruise lovers and we've got cruise if I have tos. I'm really all- interested to see how I feel about it too, because for so long before I got into being a travel advisor, I was fairly against cruising because I was very much like, if I'm going to go somewhere, I want to be able to spend all my time at that destination as opposed to pulling into port and having a couple of hours. So I'm yeah. really interested to see uh, how I feel about it. But you know, since having kids and since being a travel advisor, I've seen a lot of advantages to cruising that I think are going to kind of reel me in, at least for this period in my life when my kids are little. Having things for them to do and being on the ship, I think it'll make things more manageable. For like yeah. example, when I talked about Italy and how we want to do a Mediterranean cruise, I think that would be an easier way for them to see that. Because you'll end up in Barcelona. It's tapas, if you will, when it comes to... <laughs> experiencing those places. And I, I like that. And then the, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to talk about my cruise with Celebrity. We're going to yeah. talk about Alaska. We'll, we'll talk about cruising, definitely. And then once you get closer to your cruise, I think we should have kind of a cruise prep conversation oh, yeah. where I can talk about Disney and help you understand what are some things that you need to be thinking about. And, awesome. and that'll help everybody listening too. I think that's a great idea. What's your worst travel memory? It was really hard to think about this because I guess I'm just like generally pretty positive. But a couple of years ago, before any of my kids were born, my husband and I were shocked in Disney and we were getting ready for marathon weekend. It was my husband's first marathon. It was my second marathon. We were really excited. We had one of our really good friends um, from college running with us. And my husband was up sick the entire night before the marathon. And when I say the night before the marathon, I mean, you know. You wake up at 2.30 in the morning. We were staying at the Polynesian. We were trying to go to bed at like 8 o'clock. And I mean, he was just so sick. I don't think, I mean, he got no sleep. And really, the, the rest of us didn't really get any sleep either because we could hear him not feeling well. It was awful. We, we don't know if it was something he ate or if it was just nerves and having to get up so early, just all that anxiety of, of the race. But the great thing is we both finished. It was a That's small awesome. miracle. I don't know how he did it with nothing in his stomach, completely dehydrated. Yeah. It was an amazing feat. But we finished the race and that was really awesome. We finished and I looked at him and I said, well, you're a marathoner. And all that happened, now you're a marathoner. And he looked at you and then he passed out. <laughs> Basically, we did go back and sleep the rest of the day and then we went to Hoopty Doo Real at night. Uh, yeah. And I bet he ate tons of chicken and ribs because he hadn't eaten for like 24 hours. Yeah. And so he always says like... He, now he really loves Hoopty Doo. And I'm like, is it kind of because it was so bad? And then you just really enjoyed that one portion because the rest of the day was so bad. So let's let's bookend this. What's been your best travel memory? You guys are going to think all I do is talk about Disney. But here we go again. Occupational hazard. Right. This this really goes into, you know, kind of how I got to where I am with Disney. Uh, my family took two trips. When I was eight, we went and we stayed at the Polynesian. It was a big trip. My family, my aunts, cousins, one of my grandmothers. And it was just such a wonderful experience. I still have such vivid memories of where exactly our room was on the resort. You know, going out and hanging out in the hammocks, going to Ohana and my, my mom doing the hula hoop contest. There was a night, I think that we had done the Christmas party, but maybe we were not very interested in the fireworks. Because all I remember is that we rode 
Splash Mountain over and over and over. There was no one in line. You could just run through the line and get back on. And it was just such a vivid memory for me that like to this day, the Polynesian is my favorite resort. Splash Mountain is my favorite ride. And I have to say it goes back to that trip. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, we've got those core memories. And, it, and definitely a core memory. If, if that's yours, that sticks. Yeah. And as a mom and, and as yeah. a partner with Steven, you've said, hey, this is how our life's going to be. And you've made it that way. And it's just, it's awesome. It is awesome. You know, now when we go, we do t- stay at the Polynesian every time. And I just love being able to share that with my kids. You know, there there are other resorts, Julie, at, at Walt Disney World. There are, but they're not like the Polynesian. And some of them you, you might actually like better. No. <laughs> we'll see. That, that'll that that'll be a goal of the podcast is I, I, I want you to stay somewhere and I want to be here when you're like, you know, that was a pretty nice resort. That so it's not nice. that they're nice resorts. But to me, the theme of the Polynesian feels like a destination it, feel, gotcha. it doesn't feel like i'm at disney world to me gotcha. like i know i'm at okay. disney world i can see the castle i can see the fireworks but it feels like i could spend so many resort days there and then bonus there's magic kingdom gotcha. like bonus we're also in disney world like if it doesn't whereas some of the other resorts like they're beautiful resorts but i'm staying there to go to dis to go to walt disney world right i yeah. get that absolutely yeah. so what's on your travel wish list Okay, so I mentioned a couple ones briefly. Disneyland, Hawaii, Italy, Mediterranean cruise. But then there's a couple other ones that are a little bit not really out there, but I haven't talked about them yet. So an Alaska cruise, which I know you just got back from. So I can't wait to hear about that. That's that's very much on my list. But I want to wait till my kids are a little older so that they could participate in some work. Absolutely. I would not take little ones like your kids because it's so excursion heavy yes that and you're gonna want to be out and doing stuff exactly i'd also really love to do like a northern europe cruise so my husband's family has norwegian heritage and he would love to go see that country and and kind of cruise up that way it's funny that you should say that because if folks have been listening to the podcast for a long time Uh-oh. they will know that when shane and i have had conversations like this uh-huh. I often say a Northern European cruise really? is one of, yes, because I have Swedish heritage oh, and that's I just, so cool. I mean, I'm just intrigued by Scandinavia, yeah. by kind of that upper Europe. And, and I love the idea of going on a cruise for that. Me too. Um, because I can sample a lot, you know, I can yes, sample I the flavors of, of that area. When you look at those cruises and you look at going to St. Petersburg and, and all that kind of stuff, that's a really intriguing place to visit for me yeah that's been something that's been on our list for a long time even though we we aren't really like cruise people yet we always imagine doing it as a cruise easy access to the fjords we can always tack on a pre-post if you wanted to do more time so that's pretty high on our list the next one is a much easier type trip i really want to go west i really want to go see some national parks Uh i want to go to utah montana wyoming arizona but again, probably not the best time for my age kids. I think a car ride. I, I think a road trip across the United States with all of your children. Oh, great. really? Does <laughs> it? Okay. You, you should well, rent an RV, and then, and what and what we'll do is we'll we'll put we'll put a studio in the RV so you can record <laughs> video and audio for all things travel of your experience, and we'll and we'll see how long it takes driving west to crack open that first bottle of wine. 
And when we get to Indiana, I'll just drop some people off. Yeah, like, don't be like, screw this. <laughs> I'll just they're, kick them out. All, all of these little people are your problem now. Yes, I'll leave them at the doorstep. So another one that's on my list is our agency is doing a trip to England and France yes. with Disneyland Paris. And I really wanted to go, but the time didn't work out. Those were places I, I didn't think I was interested in until I really thought about going on that trip. And now I really want to go to those places. And then really the last place that's on my list for right now is St. Lucia. I really want to go Ooh, there. Oh, nice. The Hawaii yeah. of the Caribbean. It'd be great to go to, you know, Maldives, Tahiti, those types of places. But that's really far. I I'm not into being on the plane for that long. St. Lucia's far enough for me. That sounds good. I like that list. Thanks. So what are some travel places that are on the docket? What are things that you're planning that you're going to do? Fortunately, quite a few things on my travel wish list are really strongly in the works. So the next trip we have booked is December which that's the time of year we always go to Walt Disney World. And this year, it will also have that cruise tacked on. So we'll do a couple of days in Walt Disney World, a couple of days on the Disney cruise, and then come home. In January, of course, we'll both be back in Walt Disney World for our annual Asian Palooza. That's going to be really fun. And then in May, my whole family is going to Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. And we're really excited. We've got some rooms in the Seaside Village, which is right on the beach. We have a butler. They have a huge water park for the kids. It's going to be just a really great experience. So that's kind of as far as we have booked. You know, I we're we're definitely going to go to Alani in Hawaii and Disneyland next fall, but we can't book Disneyland yet. So right, yeah, we're just kind yep. of in a holding pattern. Well, and you know me and Alani, it might yep. be my favorite place in the world. You're probably going to show up. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't I, tell you knows? where I'm going. Who knows? <laughs> I just I you know you, you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm not doing much traveling. I honestly think the next trip. I'll you just pause. You just did so much traveling. Uh, well, I know. Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm in my oh summer world. <laughs> but I think January at Disney will probably be my next trip. My son and I have talked about really? doing a quick fall break trip to see a buddy in Florida. I'm not sure oh. if that's going to pan out or not. But we, we were sitting in the airport. This is funny. This is so Caleb is 14 now. He said, how many Southwest points do you have, Dad? We're sitting in the airport the other day in Seattle getting ready to come home. And I said, well, I actually just used a bunch of mine, so I don't have very many. He said, well, let's, let's look at it and see how many I have. So like, he literally got on and he looked at a trip from Indianapolis to Tampa. Yes. And he's like, oh, go for free. And I'm like, so you're telling me you want to go. And who is taking you, Caleb? <laughs> and, yeah, exactly. So we may do that in October. I'm not sure. Cool. So January will be my next trip to Disney. And then we're going to go in February to Disney because my daughter and one of her friends are going to run the half marathon. Right. Where are you staying for that trip? We are staying at Boardwalk. Nice. Perfect. And then in March, I'm going to go to Amsterdam to a, a river cruise conference. I'm not sure wow. if that's going to be paired with a river cruise or not, but I'm definitely going to be there to learn about river cruising, to see the different ships and everything. So I'm really excited about that. But after that, I, I don't have much on the books. So as we wrap up, Julie, we've talked a little bit just in conversation uh, today about some of the episodes that we might have popping up. What are some yeah. of your ideas for all things travel? Certain topics or types of episodes you're kind of thinking about? I have so many ideas. So some of them are based around like specific destinations that are a little bit closer to me that maybe you guys 
haven't talked about before because you guys are kind of in the middle of the country and I'm yep. on the east side. So there's some destinations over here that we haven't talked about before that I'd love to get on there. And some of them might be familiar with. In Maryland, we have a lot of beaches. We can get Pennsylvania really easily. We love going up there. I am very family focused in my travel business. So I'd love to do more episodes about maybe we talk about cruising, but we talk about the adults only versus the family side of it. We can apply that to different types of travel too, the all-inclusive side of adults only versus family travel and full of tips of how to travel with your family. And I love sharing that with people. So I would I would love to be able to include that too. I also want to delve a little bit more into the Disney parks. There's four parks here. There's two parks over in California. And then there's other parks around the world. And I think that would be fun to delve into too. Yeah, that sounds really good. I know we're going to sit down soon and kind of map out our episodes. So, hey, you folks that are listening, if there are ideas that you have, Never hesitate to reach out uh, to Julie and I either via email or on the Facebook group because we would love to promote the types of topics that you want to hear about. There's things that either based on your experience with traveling or things you want to know more about, absolutely reach out to us. We would love to make those episodes happen. If you're currently working with a travel advisor, we encourage you to reach out to them about planning your next vacation. If you don't have a trusted travel advisor, we would love to help you plan your next amazing trip. You can reach out to me at ryan at creatingmagicvacations.com. That's R-Y-A-N at creatingmagicvacations.com. And you can reach me, Julie, at julie at creatingmagicvacations.com. Most families are confused and overwhelmed when planning a vacation. We work with you to plan a trip perfect for your interests, saving you time, money, and stress.